0: what's up world welcome to the melanin money show the official destination for personal finance entrepreneurship and wealth building for melanin millionaires we will teach you the tools the tips the tactics the hacks and strategies you need to learn to become financially free so that you can be the wealth starter and legacy lever for your family and i'm your host George Action Palm, accompanied by co-hosts Jacqueline Shattuck and Carter Cofield. If you're ready to begin your journey to become a melanin millionaire, tune in, take notes, and let's go. Can we go. agree that health is well? Right? So, because you can, you can run up the bag all day long if you don't take care of yourself, then what good is it, right? So, we really wanted to set the tone with this first episode by bringing somebody who knows all about health, right? He had a troubling health journey himself, had high blood pressure, tried everything under the sun, couldn't figure it out. Say, you know what? Forget it. As a last resort, I'm going vegan, plant-based. And it worked.
1: But don't forget, he was actually a doctor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He's actually a pharmacist. By trade.
0: Yeah, so former pharmacist, right? And it's like, how could I be in the medical industry and not be able to figure out what's wrong with me, right? And ultimately realize that there had to be another path, had to be another way. And so with no further ado, we want to bring out Dr. Price, aka Dr. Holistic. Bring him out. Uh, how are
1: you
2: doing, brother?
0: We're going to get you in a special chair. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. you're a special chair, bro. I don't
3: think you
0: have a. My guy. I yeah. hope I did the intro. This. Yeah, thank you. Oh, Bring him out
3: like that. that.
0: Yes, sir. We got a lot to
3: talk about.
0: Hit your mic. Hit your, hit
2: your
3: mic up. The yep. Ladies in the place with uh, style. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe,
2: are the mics are the mics working? Can y'all hear us,
3: doctor? Yeah. Hey, can we
0: give a round of applause for this outfit? I mean, my, my brother came in, didn't he? Well, first of all, welcome to the
2: show. Man, I'm excited to be here. Okay, so We're why don't you yeah, why I start off by uh, giving the people just you know a story about who you are? I know you had a crazy journey, um, and we just
3: want to hear all about it. All right, cool. So I'm pretty much a local guy here in Atlanta. Um, I started my journey off, my grandmother died of cancer, colorectal cancer. Uh, The unfortunate thing is like in our community, like colorectal cancer is killing us. As a matter of fact, we're 25 times more likely to die from colorectal cancer than any other group. And um, on her dying bed, I was here in Atlanta at a a basketball camp in high school at Georgia Tech. I got a call to come home because she was dying. Mm -hmm. And literally when I got there to speak to her, she died. Mm -hmm. And so that really set me on my pace in terms of like what I wanted to do with my life. Mm -hmm. I just wanted nobody to die like that in my family. And so that's why I wanted to become a healthcare professional. Um, but as I became a health care professional, I worked for the FDA, then came back here, worked for Grady. For you people who are from Atlanta, Grady is the hospital for black people, right? <laughs> <laughs> and um, as I'm working there, um, what I'm noticing is I'm giving them advice that I wasn't taking for myself. Mm-hmm. I also noticed that we had a McDonald's in, in the bottom of Grady. <laughs> and I also noticed that you know, um, I wanted to heal people, but we were it, we were not healing people. Mm-hmm. You know what we were doing was treating them, and so I set out on a journey to heal myself because I got diagnosed with high blood pressure at 16, and this was despite the fact that I was an athlete, even an athlete in college at Georgia State. And um, so I tried everything: Jenny Craig, Sean T, whatever you can name it, I tried it. I couldn't lose weight. I couldn't lower my blood pressure. So out of desperation, I tried a plant based diet, um, said I was going to do it for only 21 days because my mom is like the best cook in the South and I, I go <laughs> against, I, I <laughs> against, uh, against anybody with that. And um, so, but in 21 days I lost 17 pounds and I dropped my blood pressure by 10 points. Wow. And so I stayed on the journey a little bit li- longer. And uh, I eventually lost 45 pounds and normalized my blood pressure to a teenage girls. Mm -hmm. And all of my patients saw that my neck, my neckline was visible now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My white coat was like slouching off of me and um, people started asking me what I was doing because I was like one of the only black doctors that seemed like a cool one. Mm -hmm. And so I started writing out what I was doing on my prescription pad and they were coming back saying, hey, this fixed my diabetes. This fixed my health, my high blood pressure, and uh, so I eventually left, went to Japan, worked there for four years, came back here, uh, after learning a lot from people who live to one hundred, no diet, and eat primarily a plant-based diet, and came back here, wrote the book "Vegetation Over Medication," that started my entrepreneur career wow. here, So.
0: So since this is the melon and Money show, of course, it would only be right if I, if I made the connections and the correlations to money. So yeah, yeah. I got this theory. Feel free to debunk it as a health expert. OK, so supposedly um, heart conditions are one of the leading causes of death. Is that is that fair? Oh, 100
3: percent. OK. And can I say something? Sure. African-American
1: in women the, in the mic, are, sir. In the
3: mic, sir. African-American women are leading in that. Among all men and all women of any race and any color. So that's really important because I'm glad you brought that up.
0: Yeah. Um, and so is it also true that one of the leading causes of heart conditions is driven by stress?
3: Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: Okay. So then my last po- question is Is it also true that one of the leading causes of stress are financial constraints?
3: 100%. 100%. And the the reason why. And I said this on another podcast I did is the way I tried to wrap it up was it's really important for us to know that all of our abundance is attached to us becoming the highest versions of ourselves.
2: Mm. Okay.
3: I'm going to say that again. All of our abundance is attached to you becoming the highest versions of yourself and this spiritual body that you're in having a human experience. Okay. And so this body is a vehicle for you, right? Mm-hmm. When you come here. Now, if you don't take care of your vehicle, it doesn't function right. right. If you got a Bentley and you put regular gas in, you have ruined the car. Mm. So essentially what, what we do when we eat, eat regular gas, mm. we're ruining the car. That's So the way that we're taking in our human experience is not the way that is attached to our abundance. And when I say abundance, I'm not just talking about right financial abundance which is what we're 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 supposed to have that but your abundance in your relationships your abundance in your thinking your abundance in your body all of that and so it's really important to understand stress is attached to that because you're stressed about it because you're not being your highest versions of yourself and you're frustrated with the fact that you're not getting what you know you deserve in the form of your abundance, which is finances. Mm. Absolutely.
1: You hit us us hard. Y'all took notes on that one?
3: (laughs) And thank
0: thank you for confirming my theory, you know, because I can run with it. I didn't want to run with it until I knew. (laughs) OK,
1: so so we are in Hotlanta and so in Hotlanta, there is a trend that we all like, and it's to go to hookah bars. Hookah bars are very popular in Atlanta. So I think that there's a misconception that smoking hookah is okay for your body. Like, it's like, okay, it's cool. It's fun. You can get flavors, right? There's fruit flavors. So there's fruit in the hookah, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? So it's good for you. Yeah. Like, can you give us your professional opinion on hookah?
3: Man, I, I feel like y'all make me like the party pooper. <laughs> <laughs> the, the truth. The truth I think yeah, it's yeah.
1: the reality of the situation. Like me personally, I spent tons of hospital visits in the last couple of years trying to figure out what's what's going on with my body. And the reality was I wasn't giving it the nutrients. Right. I wasn't giving it the premium gas. Yes. indeed. And so then shameless plug. Right. I actually purchased some of your um, supplements that you offer and it actually cured the problems that I was having. So. i'm i'm telling y'all i had searched tried so many things and that that was the only thing that worked for me so i appreciate you thank you for that but you're welcome (laughs) i I wasn't feeding my body properly so in terms of hookah can you share it's not you're not a party pooper okay okay Okay.
3: she asked me (laughs) so there's this misnomer that hookah is healthier because it's not a cigarette and cigarettes Most of you don't know if you go, the governing body that determines what is cancerous or what causes cancer is called the IARC, okay? And they determine it by categories. And cigarettes is a level one carcinogen. That means it's the most dangerous of all the carcinogens to cause cancer. It causes 80% of lung cancer, okay? When you compare, and they did this comparison at the University of Pittsburgh Medical School. In the comparison they did, they found that hookah smoke gave you 25 times more tar, Okay, 125 times more smoke, 2.5 times more nicotine, mm. and 10 times more carbon monoxide
2: oh and cigarette?
3: than cigarettes. Mm. Yeah. You can you can look that up. Like I I didn't do this I didn't do study, but it's just important because, man, when I see trends I go the other way, like that, that's just who I am. I know that when they start creating trends, like I'll give you for instance, when you know when I became plant based, I never heard of the word vegan, so I never called myself a vegan. You know I just said I eat plants. I actually call myself a vegetarian. Because that sounds more in alignment with what I was. Because I eat plants, all right? Man, if you see how since what the hell veganism has revolutionized, it's not even about plants anymore. That's why they say plant-based. It's based in plants, but it's not plants. And so that's why you see all these faux meats like Beyond Burger, Impossible Burger that are not plants. And so uh, when I see trends, I tend to go the other way and... Unfortunately, that's one of those when it comes to hookah. Okay, I got
1: that. So on the, on the carcinogen, right, so you said smoking is level one. I also saw this video of somebody who was explaining, um, I'm not personally a marijuana smoker, but they were just kind of sharing how smoking marijuana is not actually any better than smoking hookah because it's also a carcinogen. So as you're smoking, you're taking that into your lungs, right? And yeah. all of that is impacting your mental clarity, right? Because it's affecting your gut health. Yeah. So on the gut health, obviously, as entrepreneurs, we need to have mental clarity. Yeah. Can you share with us some good ways to, you know, make our gut health better?
2: Yes. So, like everybody hates you. You say weed
0: bad. Everybody
3: hates you. <laughs> well, I was going to kind of skip the weed part because she was like <laughs> she was gut health. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> But um, in terms of gut health, what's really important, your gut is like a garden. You know, if you, know, you don't tend to it in the proper way. Weeds start to grow. And so what I mean by weeds is you, you've ever heard your doctor say you need to take a probiotic? Mm-hmm. Okay, Probiotic really means good bacteria. It means the bacteria in your gut that is actually helping you to sustain life. And what I mean by that is 90% of the happy molecule, serotonin, the the molecule that makes you happy Mm -hmm. is made in your gut by your gut bacteria. So when you got a nasty gut, you're going to be unhappy. You're going to have anxiety. You know, um, 80% of your immune system is made by your good bacteria in your gut. And I can go, even your weight, your weight is determined by your gut bacteria. So if you have unhealthy gut bacteria, you're going to have problems with losing weight. No matter what you do, you can exercise, you know, um, And if you don't actually adjust your gut health, your good bacteria, you won't lose weight. There's something called fecal transplant plants. And they have started taking like the feces. Like they did it with twins. They did it in animals first, but they did it with two twins. Uh, One twin was very slim. The other one was a little bit overweight. They simply just took the feces from the twin who was slim and transplanted. And I'm doing a rough. Ex- explanation yeah, yeah. but transplanted it in the twin who was overweight and mm-hmm. she just lost weight without changing her diet or exercise mm. wow so that tells you how important bacteria good bacteria is okay, okay? but the unfortunate thing is most people have an overrun of bad bacteria yeast mm-hmm. parasites okay and the reason why you have yeast and parasites is because a lot of parasites are in meat and when you eat a lot of sugar, you're feeding yeast. So yeast grows in the body. And it comes out in the, in the form of a yeast infection. It comes out in the form of a brown toe. It comes out in the form of dandruff. Like, that's why your dandruff is so itchy. You understand? So it's really important for us to understand that you got to win the war in your gut. You got to win the good war. Okay? Yeah. Now, what's really important, how do you feed that good bacteria in your gut? Mm-hmm. With prebiotics. I told you good bacteria is called probiotics. Mm. You feed it with prebiotics. What is prebiotics? It's fiber. The only way you can get fiber in your diet is with plants. It doesn't exist in meat. It doesn't exist in dairy. It doesn't exist in cheese, eggs. You can only get it from plants. So God made a relationship that said, hey, you eat this, I'll do this for you. Mm. So that's why what God says in Genesis, I give you every fruit bearing tree with seed mm. for your food. Mm. Gotcha.
2: Makes sense? Yeah. Yes, so that's how you heal your gut. Okay. So so we hit on how bad cigarettes are, we hit on how bad hookah can be, and sometimes weed's not good for your gut. Now <laughs> sometimes. Now this is me acting for a friend. Um I'm a drinker bro.
1: Okay.
2: I he you knows but um I was told that, you know, one glass a day, one glass of wine a day is, is not so bad.
1: Keeps the doctor away, Keeps right?
2: Keeps the doctor away. At least that's what I'm saying right. in my household. Yeah. So um, can you please not deduct, debunk that myth for me so I can continue having my, one glass of wine a day? Yeah.
3: Oh, right. what is, um, what's your next question? <laughs> <laughs> um, is, 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 you know what's tricky? And because I was a pharmacist, I worked for the FDA. You get to see that I get to see the studies when I work there, uh-huh. and you see how they really work. And what you what I learned at the FDA is they're not doing the studies. The company is doing the studies. Like drug companies do their own studies. Wow. wow. That's
2: conflict of interest.
3: important. Like, let's say you guys are here to learn about how do you invest. Build wealth, et cetera, okay? Let's say you build mm-hmm. a company that is $100,000, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And now you have the opportunity, because if you go to this organization and you get approved, now you can take your $100,000 company to a $10 million company. Mm-hmm. But you need to do a study for yourself first, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you do your study, and it doesn't come back well, are you going to tell them, hey, didn't go well for me? That's <laughs> not what you're going to do. You're no. to kind of tweak it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Now, the reason why I told you that is because when you hear these studies about wine, they're coming from the wine industry. Okay, it's really important to understand that. All right, so when you think about wine, you think about grapes. Okay, now when they say you know, glass a day what is healthy, they're selling you because wine is supposed to be heartless you've know, you heard about it? It great. Well, Really, what it is is the grapes. <laughs> Got and then, specifically, the skin of the grapes, they have this, <laughs> they have this compound in it called reservatrol. Reservatrol is very heart healthy for you. So, you know, when they make grapes, they literally put them in a bucket and stomp them out and pull the juice out never get the skin so i
2: need i need i need wine with Pope in it
3: right
0: right. what's up guys have you ever been just like chilling on the couch and trying to find something to watch on netflix and you're browsing you're scrolling and you just can't seem to find anything that you either one haven't already watched or just doesn't seem that interesting well i have the solution for you because if you're listening to The Melanin Money Show, then I know that you care about taking your financial life to the next level. And that's exactly why we created Financial Flicks. So instead of Netflix and chill, you can Financial Flicks and chill and you can find on demand videos across personal finance, wealth building and entrepreneurship. And right now you can test drive Financial Flicks for just a dollar by clicking the link in the show notes. Go to MelaninMoney.com forward slash financial flicks and check out all of the on-demand videos we have plus all the other features that you'll get access to by joining today
3: the other thing that's really important is that now you now you've doubled up the grapes too because you've taken it through a fermentation process mm. you refined it and now you don't get the original product which is the grape. Mm. okay you're getting alcohol mm. and alcohol goes straight into the mm. blood and straight to the lip, okay. This is why it makes you disoriented, what you call a high or a buzz, and it feels good, but what you're really like, you're out of it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a <lot> of- <laughs> so, unfortunately, no, it, it, like a lot of that's why I like the subtitle of my book is The Myth, Lies, and Truths Behind Food and Medicine gotcha. because, like, man, what I equate like big pharma the food industry helps here with is like i grew up in like a bad neighborhood i call it i don't call it bad neighborhood what i call it is a challenging neighborhood okay. and uh, in the 90s during the crack era and what i'll tell you is that you always learn like you know when somebody's walking through the neighborhood and they're not supposed to be there i instantly know yeah, sure. and everybody else instantly knows and people converge on that person, right? So there's rules in, of engagement in the neighborhood. The, the same gangster mentality is in Big Pharma, is in the food industry, is in healthcare. Mm, unfortunately. That's tough. And as a result, we're getting all of that gangster mentality in our food, in our medicine, and in our health care, unfortunately. So that's why the studies mm. sound good. But you I tried. <laughs> Sorry,
2: I tried. Uh,
0: one, so one of the people's drawbacks for being healthy is that well, it costs too much, right? I can go to McDonald's and get a Happy Meal for for three dollars. Is that is that a myth? Can someone have a true uh, plant based diet and it be kind of economically feasible?
3: Well, the, the first thing I'll say is yes, but you can't eat vegan junk food. Mm-hmm. It's best, like, well,
2: it's such thing as vegan?
3: Yeah, oh. vegan junk food. Yeah. Let me tell you what vegan Vegan was thought started in the 1940s 40. by a man who was simply trying to protect the rights of animals. So when you start something without the idea of health in it, that's why today vegan doesn't equal health. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't necessarily... So now, since what the health... You have all of these vegan products. You got vegan cheese. They didn't have that when I started ten years ago. <laughs> you know, like I had to make mine with plants. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now you got vegan hamburgers. I had to make mine with walnut meat. You know, walnut you know. meat. <laughs> <laughs> you were in the trenches with that one. <laughs> <girl>. <laughs> check out, check out my recipe book. Gotcha. Okay, I still got recipe book. Okay. Yeah, but um, the, the point I'm trying to make is that the you unfortunate know, thing is, you know. Veganism really didn't start out with the idea of being healthy. It started out with the idea of protecting animals. And so now today, the unfortunate thing is that You got people on a vegan junk food diet. It's all processed food It's in a box, bag, can, jar, etc. Just like all of the other foods in the supermarket So that's why I say I eat plants. Mm Because I eat plants. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I gotta put them together. Yeah. You know, what <laughs> the old-fashioned way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So going back to your question, yeah. is that can it can it be healthy? Okay. Uh, or can it be economical? Yes. If you don't eat a vegan junk food diet, and you go to the supermarket and you shop in the produce section, and you don't go buy vegan ice cream, which is ten dollars,
2: and yeah.
3: all that kind of stuff. Yes, it's very economical. And the other thing that's really important is people are making their health an option instead of a priority. Mm. And so what happens is you're choosing to drive this car. You're choosing to wear Rocky's shoes. You're choosing to do all of these things. Right. And then the last thing you want to make a priority is what you eat.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And so then it becomes unaffordable because of all of the other previous decisions. Yeah,
2: My mentor says like this, we're we so worried about spending money on our body versus in our body.
3: Yes, indeed.
2: Right? We got the cardiac frames, but if we get to the store, like, oh, what $6 for some meat. Yep. Right? So we got to get better at that.
1: But I was going to say, there's also a difference, right? So it, tell me because i was going to like a kroger you know or like a discount kind of a store and getting my produce but once i started going to a farmers market i felt like i noticed the difference in the nutrients
3: boom percent. speak on
1: that and that's
3: essentially what you do when you go to the farmers market or like you know i have a, a fruit company called i heart fruit box we sell tropical fruits seeded seasonal when you you're going directly to the source mm-hmm. when you go to kroger here like Man, the herbs and the grains, they look sick. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do. <laughs> Damn, bro. Yeah, anyway. So I don't even go to program for that reason. But when you go to the, the farmer's market, you're getting produce daily. So you're getting the fresh produce. The other thing I'll mention and then I'll lead to the next question is it's very important, like, as I become an entrepreneur. And because I started my journey with help, what I'm understanding is now I'm building generational wealth. Like if I passed away today, I got everything set up where my mom is good. Like one of the major benefits, one of the best things I've done in my life was being able to buy my mom a house this year on her birthday. A house on the way Hey.
2: What's
3: so beautiful <clears throat> you know, about that? Like I'm traveling. 76 countries but around the world. I mean, yeah, I have a seven figure company, and that is by far my greatest achievement. My mom's never lived in a house, mm-hmm. you understand that? Like, that's shifted everything. And so, the reason why I'm saying that's so important is because when we're building generational wealth, we need to include help into that right. equation. Mm-hmm. That is first mm-hmm. because you get all this money, you You'd be like Steve Jobs and die a billionaire. Mm Like, what is it worth then? Let me tell you something. The unfortunate thing for me, because I was a clinical pharmacist at the hospital, I see people die. I see people in their 30s die, 20s die. I see people in their 80s die. It is not pleasant. On your deathbed, you will not care about your Gucci bag, your clothes, none of that. So that's why you start with health. And you build that's the foundation. Because now you got a healthy mind, you can think with more clarity. Now you got energy in your body, in your spirit. You move, you move up from there. So I can go on and on, but yeah.
0: Now, so so if someone's at a place where they're considering transitioning, right? They heard you, you done talked about wine, you done talked about all this thing, But all the all the <laughs> stuff they can't do that,
1: right?
0: If someone's like, man, why well, I, I can't just jump off the deep end today, like, what would be your your quick start guide uh, to transitioning to to a more, like, plant-based lifestyle?
3: Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, The first thing I'll say is, and I always say this, even in my courses and my books, start with why. Mm -hmm. People don't understand that, like, people think I need to get healthy. I don't need a why for that. Like, it just makes sense. I need Uh to be healthy. No, you need a why in today's society. Because when you think the first time you think I need to eat something healthy, that's not your first thought to eat something healthy. Right. You got you actually got to have a conversation with yourself when you go into the restaurant and look at the menu. You like, chicken
2: wings, like man, look. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna
3: get the salad today, but then you start thinking like, man, mm, they got that too. <laughs> and that. That's- okay. I'm gonna just make the salad at home. Yeah, give me the <laughs> double- <laughs> that. That's not your first train of thought. So you got to get a why. you got to get very clear. And for me, I realized that when I was looking out in the space of healthcare professionals like myself, there was nobody in our community going to bat and being honest with our community about what was going to heal them. There was nobody being honest about that. There was nobody who looked like me. Most of them, who, people who were, they were already 60 and 70 years old or had already passed away. They were gone. And so I said, you know, I'm going to take that charge. I'm going to shoulder that. And what I'll do is I'll be the example, not only to my family, but I'll be the example to my community that this is what health can really look like at 43 years old. Like, this is what health can look like, you know, when you start to think like, oh, are you going to be Skinny? If you get vegan,
2: like no, I'm six two. I weigh. Hold two. on, you you forty three years old? Yeah, I'm forty three. Yeah, somebody give a man a round of <laughs> that man was forty three years old. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I gotta work on some. <laughs> What's going on, guys? George pong here, and I am the founder of Melanin Money, the number one brand for wealth builders of color. You know, I look at wealth building like a sport in every sport, you got to have a uniform. And so what is the official uniform for wealth builders of color? That's where Melanin Money comes in. So if you go to melaninmoney.com and use code melanin15, you'll get 15% off your order of the entire store. And I think you're going to absolutely love our latest additions, right? It's literally a productized emotion of what it feels like to build black wealth, right? But you get to wear it, um, you get to share the world, like your hard work that you're doing on this journey of building wealth. And we can't wait for you to join Team Black Wealth by shopping melaninmoney.com.
2: You were hitting on that. So I always straight away from being vegetarian or vegan is because I like having muscles, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I thought if I lost, if I I stopped eating that way, I would lose the physique that I worked so hard for. And looking at you, obviously that's not true. So how can somebody who loves to hit the gym and loves to maintain the weight that they have, what can they do to to make this transition, but still not lose what they worked so hard to maintain?
3: Okay, cool. So what I tell people, because my undergrad degrees were chemistry and exercise physiology. And so one of the, one of the Sort of philosophy that I learned very quick because I was an athlete. If you want to look like an athlete, because most people do, you gotta train like one. Most people when they go in the gym, you're not training like an athlete, but you want to look like one.
2: Instagram, Instagram.
3: And, and and so that's why I like people will go get like a BBL. Because a BBL is you looking like an athlete, small waist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And look at track stars. Yeah, big strong thighs, big butt, yeah, nice calves. Sounds like an athlete, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: right? So, you gotta get in the gym and train like an athlete. So, that's what I do when I go, that's one thing that I do a little bit different. Uh, when I go into the gym, I train like an athlete. The other thing that's really important is that people are under the assumption that there's no protein in the plant based kingdom, okay? But I'm here to tell you all protein comes from plants, okay? And let me, I'm just gonna give you a real simple example, and then you're gonna know, know it's true, okay? What are the three primary meats that people eat?
0: Chicken, chicken, beef, chicken, beef, beef, beef cow, beef, beef. and uh, pork.
3: pork. Yeah. Okay, cool. Any of those eat meat? No, no, no. Come on, man. <laughs> Where do they get their protein from? Plants. Does an ox eat meat? No. Nope. One of the strongest animals. Uh-huh. Does a gorilla eat meat? Uh-huh. No, 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 no. So God gave us Really, all we had to do was look out, look out there and go, who's strong, who's strong, what you eating? I don't mean what you eat. I do, I used to do that when I played sports. I'm like, okay, this guy, okay, he really athletic. I'm doing what he does, uh-huh. and so like, yeah, you could, I mean it's easy, bro. Tr- trust me, I, if you already work out hard, it's easy. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well vegan, y'all, y'all heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I get skinny, it's his fault, all right. <laughs> um. But on a more serious note, um, one thing we need to understand is that one of the leading causes to bankruptcy when you retire is your health care expenses, right? We all want to make the bag while we're young, hustle, all that. We save up all this money, and then in retirement, one health break takes it all away because, you know, our health wasn't in a good, good space. So, um one, is that true, and two, um, how important is, uh, is it for us if we're going to go build long-lasting generation of world? Because we don't want to die and have it go to waste. We want to pass it down to our kids, right. right? How important is that for us to get our health right, even in our later ages, so that um, health care doesn't take away what we work so hard for?
3: Man, you know what's so crazy? Like, I have all these stories of working in a hospital, and one that stands out to me is we had this lady come down after being in a hospital to pick up her prescriptions. And when we told her the, the cost, mm-hmm. she literally had a breakdown. Mm-hmm. She literally had a nervous breakdown right there. And I'm, I'm asking, like, what is going on? We couldn't even get her under control. But when she finally came to, she was like, I can't afford this. And I'm going to die. OK? And so it lets you know what people are going through on a daily basis. And, and just think about this. I'm not, not going to afford this. I can, I'm going to die. I'm not going to afford this and I'm in so much pain. Mm, yeah. But the list goes on and on and on. So it tells you the kind of stress that medical debt can put on someone. And medical debt is the leading debt for all Americans now. Mm-hmm. It's the leading cause of bankruptcy. Think about that. Not your foreclosure on a home. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> medical debt. No, no, no. Medical debt, my friend. Want to know why? This is the sickest nation in the world. Mm-hmm. This is the sickest nation in the world. It's profitable. Despite the fact that we have more technology, more money, and more money, and we have more medications that we give out in any other place in the world. This is the sickest nation in the world. Okay? So you have to understand, like, there's a lot of things you think are true that is not true. So, it's really important when you start to think about, and I always say this like when I'm talking to my uh, students, when I'm coaching in my uh, program, is that it's expensive to be poor. Mm-hmm. Think about the overdraft fees. Mm-hmm. I used to live in like historic College Park, bought a house in Brookhaven here. By simply changing my zip code, my car insurance premium went down by $2,200 per year. Sheesh.
1: First of
3: all, what car are you driving? <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Tesla. Uh, okay. Tesla S. Yeah. So, like, imagine, imagine, that's just one thing. Overdraft fees. You know, credit, when you don't, when you're poor, you have worse credit.
2: 23% okay. interest on a credit cards.
3: Compounding. And so I equate that to, like, Also medical debt, but two, because when you're sick, you got diabetes, on average, it costs about $17,000 to be diabetic, okay? Wow. All right? If you're a cancer patient, that could be upwards of $100,000. They got medications, like one medication could be Mm
1: $100,000,
3: okay? It's expensive to be sick. Your insurance premium is going to be higher. Not only is it going to be higher, but even when you go to get insurance, you know what they're gonna do? Take your blood pressure. Is it high? Because we're gonna make it higher. Mm-hmm.
2: That price reigns with the pr- the price goes up with the pressure.
3: Yeah, yeah. even with the weight. Yeah, even with your weight. Mm-hmm. They're checking for everything to charge you more. And so, and then you gotta understand the opportunity cost that goes along with that too, when you're investing that way in your health instead of investing in your financial future think about the what you could have did with that $16,000 as a diabetic you understand think about that $100,000 that you're paying to keep yourself alive with cancer what could you have done with that and so this is why I'm always telling people when it when it when it comes to your health like health is truly your wealth like right, nice. like you literally could get healthy and start thinking different. I promise you. Like once I got healthy, I started thinking different about everything. So,
1: mm. I like that. I like that.
3: Well,
0: on our on our podcast, since you know we're we're here to serve aspiring melanin millionaires, right? Yeah. We always like to ask our guests, "What does being a melanin millionaire mean to you?"
3: You know, it's so funny. You know, like I've been so like uncomfortable with like talking about my wealth, Mm -hmm. and I, I, you know, I had a conversation with a friend. This is why it's so important to like, as you go up, your your circle is gonna change. And you know what we do? We try to bring our circle up with us, Mm -hmm. because we've been taught to do that. But everybody can't come on the bus. Mm -hmm. There are stops that people need to get off. Say that thing. And some of them, you're gonna have to ask people to exit. Some of them, people are going to get off. Mm-hmm. Some of them, people are going to try to sabotage the mission. And so when I think about that question, I'll tell you, like, there's no way I thought me becoming a millionaire was possible, like, growing up, mm-hmm. like, not even, like, a fraction of it. But I know I had greatness in me. Mm-hmm. And so for me, what it means is, is that I flipped the coin on what my destiny was. Like, I had a trajectory that was pipelining me to the prison system. I had a trajectory that was, I I mean, I'll give you a little something. In eighth grade, they put me in the educatively retarded class.
1: Mm.
3: Eighth grade, here's why. In seventh grade, I watched another friend kill a friend, okay? I had my cousin killed. I had three other friends uh, rob somebody, kill a whole family. I went through all of that in seventh grade. So by the time I got to eighth grade, I had so many emotional problems and I was acting out. And so it wasn't even because of my grades, they put me in that class because of my my behavior. So they were pipelining me to the prison system. So when I say they were pipelining, I was on my way. And so when I hear that, what I say to myself is that I remember a teacher you know, that year, here's how I got out of that class, because this is important. When I was in the class, I'm in 8th grade, and the teacher asked one of the students to read one of the problems, and it was like, if Sally has four C-cells and Jenny has <laughs> six, how many C-cells do they have if they lose two? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like... I'm sitting there listening for about five minutes, and I'm trying to compute what's going on. Yeah. And in my mind, I said, and, and forgive me for my language, am I in the retarded class? <laughs> I'm asking myself this because I'm like, as a kid, I'm thinking to myself, like, how did I end up here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so in my mind, I'm like, I'm in the wrong place. Sometimes you're in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. And you need to know you're in the wrong place. Yeah. And the first thing I did was I, I raised my hand and I asked the teacher, I said, is this a retarded class? <laughs> and I asked her, seriously? And she said, please don't interrupt class again. So I'm trying to sit there and think about another way to say it. <laughs> but I don't have the language. Yeah. Yeah. So I stood up and I said, ma'am, listen, I'm not supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to say I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah. And she said, if you keep disrupting class, I'm gonna send you to the office. I said, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I went to the office, told the principal, I said, I'm in the wrong class. He looked at the class and was like, no, you're in the right class.
0: Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have a personal financial advisor that you could ask questions to, to help you navigate you know, spending decisions, help you, you know, figure out investments that make sense for you to help you achieve financial success? Well, you no longer have to wonder that because we created that inside the Melanin Millionaires Club with our flagship feature, Pocket Advisor. With Pocket Advisor, it's just like it sounds. You have an advisor right in your pocket where you can ask a real expert, real questions in real time to help you navigate your journey towards financial success. So if you want to learn more about that, click the link in the show notes, go to melaninmoney.com forward slash pocket advisor to learn how you can get an advisor in your pocket for less than two dollars a day. You know, it said you should get a health checkup at least once a year. My question is, when's the last time you had a financial health checkup? My guess, it's probably been a while. And that's why we created the Wealth Health Score. Whether you're financially out of shape or financially elite, the Wealth Health Score is going to tell you exactly where you stand and what things you can do to get into the best financial health possible so visit mywealthhealthscore.com to get your score today
3: i said you think i'm in the right class i said i made all a's and b's last year there's no way i'm supposed to be in here he said you're in the right class i said i'm not going back Hmm. sometimes they're going to try to send you back Uh, it's good i said what how do i need to get out of this class because i'm never going back he said well your mom got to sign you out after about 30 minutes of conversating with him I call my mom up there. She finally comes. Now you have to understand, my mom didn't graduate from high school. So when the the principal told her, well, he's a smart kid, he's gonna make an A in there, he can get out next year. She said, Well, don't argue with him. Like, just go in there, do what you need to do, you'll be out next year. I said, No, I don't belong in there. Mm. Sign the paper. She mm. signed the paper. He takes me to a pre-algebra class. Now This is about two grade levels above (laughs) where I was supposed to be. It was an AP course for students. He set me up to fail. So when he walks me into the class, the teacher comes and he said, hey, this is a new student. She said, can I see you outside? She comes outside. She says, have you taken, no, this is an algebra class. She said, have you taken pre-algebra? I said, no. She looks at him and goes, She said, are you going to be any trouble to my students? I said, no, ma'am. She said, this is an AP class. These kids are very focused. I need you to not cause any trouble. I said, I'm going to be fine. I got an A in that class. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: (laughs) But but here's the caveat. When I got the A in the last day of the class, she came to me and she said, he set you up to fail. I said, I know he did. Mm -hmm. She said, you have to do this. Every time somebody does that,
1: mm, that's good. That's good.
3: That's good. That's good. It up, it up. That's good. That's good. That's, so good. That's, w- that's what it means to me. No, For sure.
0: That was, that was sure. probably one of the better answers we, we've
2: ever had. For On sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you want to yeah. get this? That
1: was powerful. That yeah. Was powerful. Okay. So really quickly. Yeah. We met, and I think I think the three of us met yeah. in. Uh, in a mentorship that we we're a part of. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's interesting, the The mentorship is actually called the Circle of Greatness. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so, like, you weren't destined for greatness, but yeah. you, know, you became a doctor and joined the Circle of Greatness.
2: Yeah. And I think it's so important because what happened with to AP class is you got in a different room. And you surrounded yourself with greatness. And one of the reasons I think that we're all so successful is because we find rooms, we find masterminds to join where everybody around us expects, not only expects greatness out of themselves, but if you're going to be in this room, I expect greatness out of you too.
0: Yes.
2: Right, right. So I think it's very important for us all to get in rooms that make us great. And we were all able to meet in a mastermind called the circle of greatness. And I think that if y'all are at home and you don't have, how many people are the smartest person in their circle? Right, and be honest. I mean, they might be sitting next to you, but be honest. <laughs> um, shout out to my brother uh, J. O. He says, if you're the if you're the smartest person in your circle, you're not in a circle. You're in a cage. Yes. Because you cannot learn, learn, you cannot grow. So um, I think that if everybody's room wants to be successful, they have to find a circle of people that's going to expect greater from them, that's going to push them. And uh, uh, my mentors, uh, uh, it's called the Circle of Greatness, and we will have a commercial for that uh, in, at some point. But I think it's very important that we continue to get in rooms where everybody lifts us up.
3: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, man. And, um, I can say the bigger blessing is meeting people like you in that circle. Because it's not just the expectation that we have of each other. It's watching you do what you do. Mm-hmm. When you're in the wrong room, you can't see what's, po- what's possible. Right. But when you get in the right room, you start to see impossibilities become, become possible. possible. Preach! Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Big, big shout out to the Circle of Greatness. They have really... Um, it was really transformative for me because I had a seven-figure business already. But what happened was you know, you, you create a seven-figure business and you like, I don't know, maybe for me. Like, when I got money, I didn't buy, like, a Lamborghini. I bought a farm. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. You know, and yeah. listen, there's nothing wrong with a Lamborghini. Maybe one day I will buy one. You know, <laughs> you know, but, you know, the thing for me was is that I was like, well, what's next? Yeah, yeah. And getting in the room was like, oh, that's, that's what's
1: next. What's next. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know before. Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So, for everybody who's here right now, if you guys can pull out your phone or write in your notes, go to greatnessdinner.com. Okay, that's your invitation. So, everybody here is invited yeah. and, and we'll be there. So, yeah. not only have you experienced being mentored, but you are also a mentor to others.
3: Yes, indeed. So, you
1: do have a coaching program where yeah. you teach others how to become. Coaches,
3: yeah. Right. So essentially what I do is I, I get all these people in my DMs, in my emails saying, "Will you mentor me. And when you got a business like mine, like that's as busy as mine, it's like the idea of mentoring is like, I don't want to let people down. Mm. Like it's, It feels an impossible. Mm. And so what happened was I had somebody on me, on me, on me. And she said, Dr. Price um i'm willing to pay you twenty thousand dollars to mentor me big bag and you know so she had my attention first but now she had my interest <laughs> I'm like, but and the interest wasn't just the money because i'm, I'm still thinking to myself i still got to give her time yeah which is my most valuable asset the interest was somebody's willing to pay me twenty thousand dollars to learn what i do mm-hmm. i'm like I'm missing out. So so my idea was, all right, let's create a program. Why show people how to build an audience, Mm. how to grow that audience, and why you don't need a thousand people to become a six-figure or Mm. seven-figure entrepreneur in the health space. And so since that time, I've helped health coaches, doulas, vegan chefs, doctors, Mm. nurses, you name it, build a purpose-driven business. Because that's my whole thing is, you got, if you're going to build a business, build one that's purpose-driven and that is transformative. And so I, I I essentially put that in my teaching because everything has been like a, it's been a whirlwind. I mean, yeah, you're an yeah, entrepreneur, yeah. so you know. So like failure is part of the success recipe. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like our circle of greatness, it ain't cheap. No, it ain't. But it, it uh, how,
2: Yeah. How much is it costing you not to be in the room <laughs> is the question, right? Mm-hmm.
3: And so... What I realized was as I was investing in programs like that, I'm like, you owe it to yourself Mm -hmm. to help people do learn to do what you do, because then they get to transform the world as well. For sure. And I always say as an entrepreneur, like when you don't create an offer for people, the unfortunate thing is that you don't give them the opportunity to achieve their greatness. Because I believe that before we come down here to Earth, like we make spiritual agreements with each other.
1: Mm.
3: And sometimes those spiritual agreements are when I get down there, you're going to teach me how to build my business so I can build generational wealth. You're going to teach me how to get rid of diabetes out of my body. And as you you teach me that, then I go along my journey. And so I realized that that was my charge, you know, to also teach people how to build a, a business as well. Yeah. It, I don't it, think
1: I don't think anybody has more testimonials than this guy. <laughs> like, he has from the yeah. coaching from people that have been healed from my testimonial right here right you he has the most so I think wait, wait. it's really awesome yeah, yeah. so right. we have um we want to wrap but before we wrap we're going to ask you one more thing so we have a new segment on our show it's called tweet em and weep so we went through your twitter scout the whole thing <laughs> all right and this is what we found okay so you tweeted, um, to truly heal first, ask yourself Am I willing to remove the actions, foods, thinking, or person that led to my own demise? Accept the power of accountability. I ate it, thought it, or did it. I have the power to change it. The first law of self care is to do no harm to self.
3: Mm-hmm. That's dope. I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I got it from your Twitter, so.
0: I need to tweet more. <laughs> oh, or man. pay your social media manager a little more. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So <laughs>
3: you,
1: y'all. I mean, the the last yeah. line really stuck with me. The first line of self care is to do no harm to yourself.
3: Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You know what's so funny is that the only time I tweet is like when I like come out of the shower, and You know, you have those thoughts when you come out of the shower. <laughs> so I've. Yeah, that's the only time I tweet. <laughs> well,
2: stay on, stay on Twitter. Don't be on Instagram. Out the shower, we don't need that. Go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
2: let's give a round of applause for Dr. Price y'all. Let's Get it? Okay.
1: Okay. So now we want to do a little bit of Q and A. three questions. Three to five,
2: yeah, three kind three of five questions. Yeah.
1: Three to five questions. All right. Uh, so right hand. Any, Any questions Any yeah. questions? We can share the mic. Yeah, we got. a yeah. mic.
0: Just
1: in case. Um, hi, my name is um, Crystal Durham, and my question to you is that um, I was diagnosed with um, interactive thyroid, and I've been on the medication for, i say, well, four years, and mm-hmm. it's like, it's just getting balanced. There's no, am I going to ever get off of it? Yeah. What can I do to um, help myself off that medication?
3: Yeah, so how you reclaim your health is really what you're asking me you want your body to do what the medication is doing. And what's really important to understand is medications, what they do is they manipulate your biochemistry, Mm -hmm. okay? And that's good because it keeps you alive, it keeps you functioning. But what you want to do is correct your biochemistry, Mm -hmm. okay? And the way that you do that is first, figure out the harm that you were so epic that you said that, Mm -hmm. figure out what you were doing to lose the function. Now, one of the fun one of the primary things that causes dysfunction of the thyroid is heavy metals, um, toxicity, because they actually mimic the thyroid hormone and they'll land on the receptor. And now the thyroid hormone can't land on that receptor. And so, so that's, that's why. That's found
1: in like laundry detergent and toxicity. Mean, it's,
3: it's found in fish, mercury. Okay. It. It's okay. It's found in your fillings, those amalgam fillings. Okay, I had a patient who had like 10 of them. Okay, and every time you eat, you give off a mercury fume. Mm-hmm. So you're giving yourself mercury every day. Okay, and those heavy metals, again, will land on that. So it's really important if you got heavy metals in your mouth, the amalgam fillers, you need to find a holistic dentist to have them removed. Okay. Don't go to a regular dentist. Okay. And then the next thing is detoxification. You got to get this out of your body. And so that's one of the things you'll find on our page is okay. my full body detox. Mm-hmm. Is, is,
1: is there such thing as too much detoxing?
3: Um, the, what I tell people is the detox every quarter, so two to three times a year. It's like an oil change. We got all of these things that that's we do true. for our cars, we do an oil change, same, same yeah, transmission. Your, your body car, uh, uh, what do you call it? An allergy
2: yeah. has been uh, on point today. It Because I, uh, I, 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 they they that, cause I think
3: that's what people understand. Yeah. And so that's why even in my book, that's what I do. Because that's how black people like. Take you either gotta God. rhyme it or give an analogy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, brother. Yeah. Thanks again. Uh, my name is Ola Abina. Just asking for your books. That's it. The
3: okay. books. Uh, vegetation over medication on my website, DrBodyPrice.com. You also it's also on Amazon over a thousand revu- five star reviews. Yes.
1: Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, oh. Hi. My name is Dr. Amy Himes, and I'm a psychologist life coach. So I'm good with helping people with their mindset, right? Yeah. My question to you is, I turned 55 and uh, having challenges with, how do you get rid of belly fat?
3: Oh, I, I can, I'm, I'm so glad you asked that. <laughs> so here's, a, here's why belly fat is so stubborn, okay? When you bring toxicity in your body, If it were to land in your organs and stay in your organs, you know what it does? It clogs up the detoxification organs. Now they can't detox the body. Okay? You know what it does next? It's trying to figure out where to go. It's very unhealthy for it to be in tissues, so you know what the body does in its ingenuity to save you? It puts it inside of fat. Like jello. Like if I were to take mercury and inject it inside of fat, I mean, like Jello. and you touch the Jello, you would not get exposed to the mercury. Okay? So the body puts toxicity inside of fat. Now, here, here's why the body won't let you lose fat easily. Because when you start to burn that fat, you know what will happen? All of those toxins get released into the body. Okay? And because your detoxification organs already got saturated, they're not working like they should work it says no, you can't lose weight. Mm-hmm. So it becomes wow. stagnant to losing weight. So again, that's why it's so important to detox your body because as soon as you start detoxing, your body starts to let go of the, the fat because it understands that the, now the detoxification liver, the kidneys, the lymphatic system, the bowels are now open for business. I can get rid of the toxicity.
1: Wow. do you have wow. specific products? Huh? Do you have specific products?
3: Yeah, yeah. My full so one, my most yeah. popular product by far is my detox, uh, and so it is a full body detox. Gets rid of parasites, yeast, out of cleans out the gut. Um, most people have between ten and twenty five pounds of undigested fecal matter rocking in their gut. Okay, and so as you start to detox, all that starts to leave the body.
2: All right, wow. so here's what we're going to do. If you've got any more questions, the famous Dr. Price will be right here in the, in the hallway. We're going to take a quick break before we get our next guest. Give him another round of applause, y'all.
0: Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. If you like this episode, please do us a huge favor. Leave us a five-star review. And if you're not already, subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend because we're providing this valuable game so that you can level up as an aspiring melanin millionaire. Again, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week.